You're listening to the Father Lead Podcast. With Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. Howdy, y'all. Post Texas episode of For the Lead, episode 18. I'm Connor Bunn, joined alongside with my co-host Timothy Martin. Timothy, how you doing? Headphoneless Timothy. I, today. I know the, the studio is, is is a disaster, and it seems like every week the studio gets more and more trashed. Yeah, it's unfortunate and, too. Um, I, there's no cord to plug in my headphones, so that's kind of got me in a tizzy. Maybe that's kind of got me in a bad mood. <laughs> what do you say we have our own studio? Damn, that's a good idea. We've got breaking news. Breaking news on the podcast. Breaking news. Uh, we kind of teased this on Instagram, but we, uh, I guess we can go ahead and announce this, that we are in the process of building our own studio. Home studio. Man. I mean, this is... That's going to be next level. This is going to be pretty big. So we're building this thing in my man cave. I mean, we're going to have microphones. We're going to have, you know, lights. Mm-hmm. We're going to have cameras. The man cave. We're going to have man cave a couch. We're going to yeah. have a green screen. We're yeah. going to have all the uh, the racing memorabilia up on the wall. I mean, Dude. this is we are taking this show to the next level. This is new height stuff. And and we us. can only thank the fans because they made this happen. Oh yeah. I mean, all of you guys support is the reason that we get to do all the things we get to do. We get to live luxurious and uh you know, just really what luxurious? Lug- what is that? Isn't well, that a term? Lug- luxury, lug- we, we lux- luxurious. I don't luxurious. believe is a word. Probably not. L- we get to live luxury. Uh, luxury. I feel like ninety percent of my vocabulary. I don't know what aren't th- actually words. No. They're just slang that I kind of pick up along the way. But anyway, so we're we're looking at in a few weeks. I mean, we're looking at this being done in a few weeks. Yeah, and and I think. I think, By the off weekend? Yeah, so I think when we come back from the off weekend, we're going to be in the new studio. Yeah. And what's the name of it? The Man Cave of Mayhem. The Man Cave of Mayhem. And, I mean, the other good thing is, not only are you going to get to listen to us. You'll be able to see us. You're going to be able to see us, too. So, so I, this hope, is I hope we look huge. as pretty as we sound. This is absolutely huge. Yeah. This I mean, is ne- like like we said, next level. So I mean, yeah. It's going to take it to a whole other level. It's going to be a whole lot easier. We won't have to worry about anybody trashing you know the studio that we you know quote unquote shared. Yeah, in, I mean this uh, place downtown Roanoke. This place right has turned so. into a dump. Yeah, so I mean it's been it's been great while it's it lasted. has served its purpose, I guess. But yeah. I'm sitting here with no headphones on, so <laughs> it's time for me to build my own studio. <laughs> yeah, we got. When get I come studio. in here and I don't have headphones, I'm gonna build my own studio now. Yeah, that's one thing we didn't look into. We were looking into what we would have to oh, get. Well, and I mean, forgot the headphones. Yeah, microphones are only like thirty bucks. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the headphones aren't that expensive. Yeah, so we'll we'll be able to get all that stuff. So. And w- we will kind of. Uh, document the building of the studio on social media so people can yeah. see uh, see it as it as it happens. Yeah, tomorrow night um, we're actually, you know, laying it out. Right. How floor we, plan. We've got architects you know, coming over to kind of design the floor plan. Yeah, cranes are going to be showing up at the, at the household tomorrow. I haven't figured out how I get a race car in there, but that may that may happen. Might need a... Because the garage is right next to it, yeah. so I could just drive a car just right... Just knock that wall out. ...through the laundry the room and just... Look, this is next level idea stuff. We're we're talking about how to how to get all this stuff at the compound. So, you know, stay tuned, fans. It's gonna be a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super super stoked about this. Oh yeah, last week we teased on the uh, Instagram story that we have a YouTube page now. So make sure to that's right, Connor running the YouTube page. Yep. So you set all that up, getting this ready. Yep. Um, kind of for were you foreshadowing that I was gonna build a studio? Uh, I was not. I was hoping you know we could record in here, but then you. Hit me with this foundational idea We're to building build a, a studio, and yep. you know what better time would it be to to debut our uh, YouTube? Well, I mean, we've got 
the, the stats, we've got thousands of listeners on the podcast. Oh, so yeah. it's it's time to it's time to give fans time to more expand. of what they need. Yeah. yeah. You always we're always looking to grow here for the lead. So but anyways, so Anyways, Post. Connor's running the show. I'm running I don't the have show headphones. Tonight. Connor's running the show today. You so, know, Connor. My contract got re-upped. <laughs> I've been given a promotional role on the podcast now. So, And I had to remove my name as a creator. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah that, was, well, that was part of the contract I mean, Last night, Connor, Connor was, I mean, I thought he was going to cry. Because was I was like, nowhere near that. I think you were close to crying. I was You're nowhere, like, nowhere near that. Why do, you, why do you have that creator by your name? Why do you have that creator? Yeah, I mean, it, it like, offends you. It just it doesn't put us on the same level. We need to, you know, this this show wouldn't go on without, you know, one of us. You couldn't do it without me. I couldn't do it without you. So, you know, that's that. But anyways, post-Texas, Kyle Busch racking up a couple oh couple wins this, so what this is it weekend. Now? He's won like, he's won like 10 of the last, 10 of the 15 races that the National Series is running this year. And he's up to, what is it? Two or three. No, it's two or four. Two or three. Are two, you sure? Yeah. Two or four would have been Sunday. Okay. Which almost happened, but... Anyways, Denny Hamlin captures his second win of the season, so prevails late in a, in a crazy Texas strategy race. We'll dive into all that later. Yeah, and, and you know, let me ask you fans out there. I mean, I have always been somebody that sometimes I can't watch the race, so I tape it or I DVR it or whatever. I, I make a point not to look on social media because I want, when there's a moment that I can sit down and watch the race— and, and, and be surprised at what happens. I look forward to that moment. And for some reason, Connor looks forward to destroying that moment for me, race after race after race, with texts of what's happening in the race, and then ultimately a text of who won the race. You told me to let... I mean, it was... No, I didn't tell you to tell me who won the race. I said, you know, give me a couple updates. And then a few weeks ago... Well, I don't know who I was what driving. Was it? it was Kyle won. Kyle won, and I'm sitting. I had just sat down to turn on the race, and, and I was driving back, and I get a text, and it says Kyle Busch won, and I'm like, "You got to be freaking kidding me!" So yeah. it ruined. I didn't even watch it. It ruined it for me. Sorry. Do you not feel bad about that? No. Why? Because you need to watch it in real time, <laughs> like like all us other, you know, honest working fans out here. So, yeah. So Whatever that that, um, that that makes me mad. Ruined the race. You me. ruined it. But anyways. But anyways. Friday, I got my revenge on you. <laughs> so Timothy has this little thing that you know I ordered something and he steals it off my front porch before I'm able to get home and receive my my package. So, anyways, Timothy stole the package off my off my porch and held it hostage against me. So. I come home Friday from work. Timothy's still working, and uh, there's this big old package with this nice electrical, you know, Mercedes car in it. <laughs> there's Mercedes. And, uh, Mercedes. Mercedes Benz. Yeah, Somebody dropped off a Mercedes Benz nice at the Benz. house. And it was, there it was sitting right on the front porch for me to take. So I took it, and I put it in my garage. Took the whole car over to your garage. The whole car. Picked it. Picked the whole box up. Took it in my garage, sent Timothy a picture, and said, two can play this game. So I got my revenge. But it actually worked out quite nicely because he didn't want his daughter to see it. That's right. So she's got, she's got a birthday gift. coming up. Um, and so it's going to be a big magical moment. We're going to all go outside um, when it's her turn to open up my present. I'm going to hand her the garage door opener. The garage door is going to open. The car is going to be sitting right and there. And there sits a wrapped in the For the Lead logo Mercedes. I know. We're putting For the Lead logos all over it. Yeah. Because we've got For the Lead stickers 
on the way. On the way. They'll be here this week. Yeah. So and and just in time for us to sticker slap cars at Bristol. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be in the pits at Bristol, so yeah. we're going to be slapping for the lead stickers every, on every car we see. Every box, every member from every crew <laughs> will have a for the lead sticker on their back. So <clears throat> I mean, even though it's a for the lead sticker, they can't prove we stuck it on there. No, so, no, I mean, no, no, not, no. You know, I don't have any. They have no ties to who we are, and <laughs> you know how it got. They, I want to see the winner get out and look at his car. You know, when he goes to thank all the sponsors and he's going to see that for the lead sticker. It's like, what is that? What, what is that? <laughs> oh, he picked up a new sponsor for the lead. <laughs> sitting there right on his car. So, yeah, that'd be Ooh. that'd be pretty funny. But uh, we, we did start a new Heat 3 season. Yeah. Competitive? I think we're go- yes. Although you screwed me a couple races. Yeah. Well, was it Bristol? Yeah. I was going to have a top five. You screwed me. You put me in the wall. With like three to go, the caution came out. Who, who, um, because who, we were, it was like less than 15 points was the gap. It wasn't less than 15 because no. I did not grow at 57 from 15 to 57 in two races. Richmond and Talladega, you got big points from. Yeah, because I won Richmond and I won Martinsville. Okay, you screwed me. It was competitive. Yeah, who are you driving as? Chase? Kyle Bush. Oh, yeah, you're Kyle Bush. I'm Bush. Yeah, you're not really having any found luck. I'm you've got you've won two races, which is a, which is a which is a slump for you in the 21 car. Yeah, but you won more races in the 96 car. The 95, whatever. Don't disrespect. <laughs> whatever. My, don't disrespect my 95 like that. I mean, you won more races in that car, so you're having an off year. But the points gaps what? 57. So it's 57 going points. into Kansas, a track that you are not good at. Yeah, but I, I, I'm. We have a new. We've kind of tweaked the 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 settings the settings of the race. So yeah. we've got pit stops on like four times, and we've got the race on thirteen percent. Thirteen percent. So a lot of races it sets up where you could potentially make it if you save fuel, and which has cost races, me a couple races, and it's and it's helped me a couple races. I finished like second and third. Yeah. Because and I even blew a tire that one and race and ran around. the entire lap with yeah. a blown tire up against the wall. So it's cost me a couple races, but we're still learning how to really we, maneuver through learning. this. Says I'm still learning. Yeah. Timothy's still making the same mistakes he started, and he, uh, you know, the same bad habits he had in season one, and we're I, now on like I, season eight of doing these. I don't make mistakes. You, no I ba- no bad habits. I know exactly what part of the race that I'm going to beat you in. What do you what What does that mean? I know it's early on in the race, and by one move you make, I know I. That's how I know I'm going to beat you in what that move. Race. Your, your short pitting strategy, oh. it doesn't work for you because it doesn't work out in the long term. Well, the caution comes out. That's why. But you got to think about those things. Yes, I'm just y- saying. Y- yes, teacher. I'm just saying, hey, a, five, a five-time champion, you know. I'll let you uh, have the first fan pass when I'm recording in my new studio. Uh, okay. No. Okay. That's not how that's going to work. Keep it up. But we are looking for a cameraman out there. If anybody right. wants to stand behind the camera and help us out a little bit, we uh taking applications and resumes. So. Yeah, and you know, you have a brother who's what's he doing? <laughs> I mean, so uh, Cole's a very busy man, but And we know Cole's thoughts on NASCAR. Yeah, he don't really know anything. Insert the clip, please. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. But it, hey, if you want to submit your resume and application, you can do so at, at for the lead. Uh, or at for the lead at gmail.com, excuse me. You can also follow us on Twitter at for the lead and follow us on Instagram at for the lead and uh, shop our merch site shop.spreadshirt.com slash fa dash the dash lead. There we go. We also now it's not the, it's the, the so T H E. It, Even though we, we say fatherly. Yeah, it's a little confusing. But we do have a promotional code out there now for the month of April. Yeah, starting April 5th, you can save, uh, it's just for a few days, say 15%. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, 
a deal out there where if you go buy something and you know you show us the proof that you bought it, we'll have you on the podcast. Yeah, we'll have you guest on the podcast. Great mentioning that. I almost forgot about that. But and we've got hoodies coming. In we the got mail hoodies tomorrow. coming. The weather's getting warmer. We got plenty of t-shirts on there and plenty of colors. So we're going to be in Bristol wearing the Feather Lead hoodies. Wear your favorite podcast to the beach, to the pool, right. anywhere you go this summer. You know, we even got hats. You got to protect your face from that sunburn that uh, we suffered from. At yeah, Lonsville. I think I'm. Finally done peeling skin. I still I got a little bit under my uh, you were under slower my eyes. To, you were slower to peel than I was. That's I was what we really... have to pick up tonight. Sunscreen. For That's Bristol. right. You were, thanks for reminding me. Even yeah. though it's gonna. Anyways. Rain. So well, you, you never know. <laughs> but uh, we we dropped a special edition little episode. Oh, we did first after, first special edition episode. Yeah, last week of the 2020 schedule. It That's unfortunately right. came out the day after but we recorded. Before we talk about that, I can't believe you've missed the fact that Ryan Blaney liked one of my tweets. I was going to get there. Ryan Blaney liked one of my tweets. Yeah, he's taking okay. a Q&A last night, and he, I guess Timothy kind of succeeded at the Q&A. It's like Timothy asked a question, and Ryan just looked at him and he, then looked away. <laughs> looked, at, looked at me, gave the thumbs yeah. up, and then just and decided away. not to answer. But Blaney and Junior now both love my Harry Gantt shirt because I asked about you know, throwback shirts, and I put a picture up there of my Harry Gantt shirt. need to get another Harry Gantt shirt or Harry Gantt hat because Blaney is... we got to go back to that website because yeah, Blaney's we, it's been, been a while since we looked at what shirts they had. Blaney's been... Do you have the website? Because didn't you find it through like a Facebook link or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I, but I can, I, can, I can go back and find it. Oh, okay. Well, Blaney's been on record to say that his favorite type throwback shirts are Harry Gantt stuff, so... Really? Yeah, he said that on Junior Podcast. He loves Harry Gantt. Oh, he, I, don't, he has I didn't know that. Really, he has well, this really cool Harry Gantt hat that Yeah, so Junior... I mean, Dale Earnhardt mm-hmm. Jr., I mean, he literally. We had spoke him on the show. Me. I mean, yeah, we he had spoke him on the show. Uh, uh, Skull Bandit. Skull Bandit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he pointed me out to talk about how great my shirt was. Yeah. Blaney points us out at Martinsville, takes a picture with us. I mean, he pointed us out to take a picture with us, and then he's liking my tweets on social media. Roadhouse. Yeah, he did. And so. we ate at his restaurant. Yeah, we did. No, no we had a Junior's restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. With the dog. That's a great restaurant. That was a good salad that I had there. And then the dog. Yeah, we, uh, Timothy also broke a little doggy's <laughs> neck. This woman was, woman had a carry-on. She was taking on the plane. had a little dog in there. And Timothy reached over and, <laughs> and uh, just took the she dog out. She didn't even out. notice the dog was gone. No, she didn't even notice. I didn't even notice the dog that scared me. I was just sitting there. I looked down, and there's this dog popping out of a purse, so... <laughs> That was a little interesting. We got to eat there when we go back, though. That's right. Because we'll be we'll be um, having travels here not too long. And now I gotta say, Blaney is now like all about me. Your driver, Kyle Bush, didn't even invite you to his two hundredth party. No, he did. I was busy. Oh, oh, you were? Yeah, I was busy Samantha, last night. Samantha Samantha reached out to you to come to the surprise two hundredth win party. Yeah, you see, we're on a group chat, and it's uh, <laughs> it's me, Kyle, Samantha, and the eighteen guys. And uh, they had reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to come last night in Mooresville. But, uh, you know, I had prior commitments. I had to win a couple races in Heat 3 against you. So you know, I'm so glad that you I turned able, down the party to race Heat 3. I wasn't able to make that. But, uh, you know, the championship celebration party is in the work uh, for this season. So you know, The sad thing is, is he's a, he, I, I believe that he believes, I believe that you believe what you're saying is true. What are you talking about? <laughs> You you always ask who I'm texting. It's the it's the guys. You know, I'm in the group chat, so it's always uh boom. It's always booming. So right, carry on your show. Anyways, final wrap up thoughts on the twenty twenty schedule. We've had a week now to think about oh, it. Oh yeah, so we did our special show. I'm I'm still um oh. What are you optimistic on? What's well, the biggest optimistic? Uh, Martinsville night race. You're optimistic on that? You don't think it's gonna be good? 
um, isn't optimistic, doesn't that mean good? Well, I thought optimistic means like you're like, well, I guess a better word would be skeptical. <laughs> right. That would be the opposite of optimistic. Anyways, what are you, what are you skeptical about in this schedule? Okay, I'm skeptical about um, Pocono. The du- the double? Yeah, I'm skeptical about that because, I, as I mentioned on our special edition show, I don't want it to be like a repeat race where the same guys dominate Saturday and then they dominate again Sunday. So I need some questions answered about that race. Yeah, I just want to see the logistics of it. Like, are you, I guess they're going to bring – I mean, those cars take a beating during the race, whether they get damaged or not. So, I mean, I guess they're going to bring four cars, I don't six know. cars. Yeah, that's what we were asking. I mean, they're going to have to take more cars to Pocono than they do Daytona. Yeah, on Speed Week. I'm so. also skeptical. I think that – I think you're going to see even less of a crowd at Indy. Really? Yep. July 5th weekend? Yep, I, I do. Wow. I think you're going to see even less of a crowd. You know, I mean, I think they're really trying to, and I touched on this in the episode, but I really think they're trying to restore Indy to, you know, the nostalgia and, you know, the importance of racing that race and winning that race. I think well, that's what they're I mean, trying they to do. Well, I mean, they need to have cars kind of running side by side and not single file the whole race. Uh, yeah, you can't pass an Indy. That's the biggest problem right now, really, in our so, sport. So, I mean, they're pass. probably going to slow the cars down to like 50 miles an hour. It seems like, I mean, it's like you watch Texas. Talladega, they're raising the spoiler even another inch to what, nine Two inches? inches. Or, and, and it's like they're going to be running like 50 miles an hour. I mean, why are we even running these big tracks if they're running so slow? I don't understand it. Just make the whole schedule short tracks. Hashtag more short tracks. Yeah, jeez. Take the Twitter for that. So. Um, so I think, you know, Pocono I'm skeptical about. Indy I don't think there's going to be a crowd. I'm excited about Martinsville at night. I'm excited about Martinsville being the last race before the chase. But you, Final four, but yeah. I'm also skeptical that the weather is going to be really cold for that race, and it could yeah. be a hit or miss well, it's, thing. It's kind of like around the time that they usually do it, but I will say, after thinking about it for a week, I am on board with them kind of rotating out the last oh, race absolutely. of the season, yes. like they do the Super Bowl. Yes. And it should be a bidding thing for the cities, and that's going to do nothing I, but generate I totally more agree. stuff for the fans, because you know tracks are going to be, be competing with facilities. Daytona's got the best facility right now, hands down. Tracks want to re-up their facilities to get in that bidding war well, for the but, last race. Well, but also, but you need to think about it in this context. I mean, NASCAR owns ISC, which owns most of the tracks, so it's really NASCAR bidding on. NASCAR. Yeah, but the track owners should have a should have a like saying it in like. But the track owner is ISC, which is NASCAR. Well, Bruton Smith owns a lot, right? Well, he, yeah, but aren't they merging? I mean, didn't they buy them out? I thought they bought them out, but I didn't think it was every track, was it? I don't know. It's not every track because Pocono is owned independently. Yeah, it's independent. But owner. it's one of the few tracks that is owned independently. Oh wow! Um, now Indy's not an ISC track. Well, it should be Indy. a thing for like the cities. The city yeah, should, should be. bid. So I mean, that that's a good question leading us. Uh, you know, in, as we're talking about the 2020 schedule, number one, we we got to touch on what Bubba Wallace said. Yeah, and you saw this. I didn't. What did he say? Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like uh, NASCAR for sure doesn't listen to the the drivers. You know, we're looking forward to get to the off season as it is. By the time we get to Miami, now we have a four hour longer fright. And uh, <laughs> what's his face? Steve uh, Steve O'Donnell tweeted back and said, uh, "You don't have to come. We're gonna be we're gonna be running Phoenix, and it's gonna be sold yeah, out." Yeah, I mean, so. what what the hell, Bubba? I'm sorry. I I kind of feel like that was a guys- joke would give their their right arm to be in the cup series. And well, I don't know how many guys would give their right arm to be in that well, 43. True. Um, and he's complaining that he's got a long flight home from the championship race. Four-hour longer flight. I mean, give me a break. That's wah, wah, wah. He, He's gotten a little too big for his his britches. Yeah. 
Well, and so so here's uh, I don't want to take over your show here, but yeah, come on now. What are what do you see? Name me five final final races you'd like to see them rotated to. So we got Phoenix. What are what are five other tracks you'd like to see have the season finale? Um, Martinsville. So Martinsville, you 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 could see a short you could see that happening. Yeah, that I that, Martinsville. That would be really late in the season, though. I don't know. That would be super cold. It would, but Martinsville, Darlington, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, Charlotte, not the Roval. Charlotte. I mean, they got to improve the racing, but I could see that because that's kind of the home of NASCAR. Yeah, Richmond would be cool. Richmond, it, really? It's a it's an intermediate between. Well, it. It's a short track, but drivers like it because of the style. You have to kind of drive it like it's a mile and a half. I think Richmond would be cool. Uh, and one more that I really stick in But, of in course, the, the thing about that is, is what if they do begin to rotate it, that means the schedule really changes every year because they got to take that race wherever it was, yeah. replace it with something. But I like, I like Darlington. I think that would be awesome. Martinsville, that would definitely be interesting. I mean, yeah. I think you'd see some Bubba be complaining, of course. Bristol would be cool too. Bristol would be cool. Be a nice one. Um, what was the other one I was going to say? Daytona. Daytona. I know you don't agree with that. Started at Daytona, ended at least one year. We already, Try it one year. We already get an illegitimate champion with the format that we're in. I don't want to be celebrating Ricky Stenhouse. You know, as the champion. As the champion. I think Daytona would be cool because the facilities are up. It's a great town for racing. But they would have to change the ra- how the racing is competition-wise for that race because, you know, the bigger thing, I think NASCAR fans and, you know, the general, you know, basis of NASCAR wants is, you know, a legitimate champion. We don't want to question the legitimacy of any champion in the sport and with the package we have now and uh, what we do, well, the the playoff package that we have now and, and the uh, package we have for the track and stuff. I don't feel like an, a legitimate champion would be produced right now at Daytona. I like the idea, but I don't think. Well, but you're basically saying to me, Denny Hamlin's didn't legitimately win the Daytona 500. No, he did. I'm talking about the playoff package. But it's only the, four drivers, right? So Ricky Stenhouse is not going to win the championship he gets because there. he's not going to be. Oh my gosh, Newman made it. Morgan Shepard won the champ. Let's move it to Atlanta. Morgan Shepard will win the championship. Great idea. That's a masterful idea. But, uh, no, nah, it'd be cool to see it at Daytona, but uh, a lot would have to change, for, uh, yeah, starting with the playoff format. Darlington's one of my top. Absolutely. I'm interested to see how Phoenix goes. I, I, I don't know whether I'm going to like it. I like it. it. Oh, I know. I, right. I know that. But I don't know whether I'm going to like it or not like it until I actually see it. Be um, interesting. I need to see it happen. Because be very interesting. It's just, I don't know, i got to see it. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting, but... Um, you know, I guess that wraps up the first segment. Well, the yeah, podcast, but, but you know, and and we've got nuggets to talk about now. Yeah, we got. What nuggets. have we been talking about the whole show? So, um, uh, so we'll come back with some NASCAR nuggets. We're not taking a break. We're not taking a break. <laughs> Do you see? You wrote the script. I don't see break written down there. There's always a break in between the no, intro there's not. and the nuggets. Nope. Usually, nope. Well, it's my show now, nope. so send it to break. A quick word from Timothy Martin. Crash trouble. Hey fans, have you got your Feather Lead merch? Well, if not, what a great commercial. 
Thank of you. Of course, you said. Of course, you you know you recorded it. That was a great idea. Is it just me or is it super hot in here? It is getting a little bit humid I mean, here. I feel like I'm sweating. Is there a fire going outside? Yeah, I mean, the whole mill place is burning to down. Burn down. I mean, I have no headphones. I, I mean, I feel like I got sweat pouring off of me. Well, that hair is getting long too. I'm Chase Elliott, baby. That hair is getting a little long. I know I got to trim the sides up a little bit, but I'm letting it go <clears throat> mullet style. Eric Jones <laughs> mullet. Boom. I know I got a rat tail coming. I got to clip that off too. Ah, the good old rat tail. Jeez. Anyways, let's dive into a couple nuggets well, from this weekend. Let's start oh. out. Hey, well, go ahead. No, I mean, go. You go ahead because this was a disaster, dude. Qualifying this week, we've something got, else you ruined for me. Sorry, <laughs> we've got to go back to single car qualifying. I, I don't like that though. It's not about if we like it. It's about the legitimacy of the fastest car. Right, but why not? First, let's explain what happened. You watched it as it unfolded. I watched the so last. Explain the Newman thing. So, NASCAR's new rule, can't clog the middle on can't pit road. Can't clog the middle, but also, you cannot move forward and stop. Yeah. Once you start moving, I'm, I'm going to sound like Larry Mack, as he sounded. Once you start moving, you have to keep going. You can't stop. Yeah, so NASCAR's new rule, you, you can line up on the left, you can line up on the right, but you leave the middle open for cars that want to go. Newman pulled out and then tried to pull in a slot, ended up clogging the middle, which NASCAR did not see. They, uh, how do, and I, which I don't know how they didn't see that. Well, they saw it, but they didn't but, see it as clogging the middle. Oh, so right. So he, he blocked Boyer. Boyer wasn't able to get a really fast lap in. Newman advances to the second round. Boyer qualifies 25th. And the whole rate, the whole qualifying, though, because I went back and, and, and watched some of it on tape, they were scooting up. They were stopping. They were backing mm. up. I mean, they should have all been disqualified. It's just a, it's a stalemate. Well, it's a cluster. You know what? Yeah. And your idea to fix it and, and is diff- different from mine. But we cannot move away from this qualifying segment. I don't think without hearing from Clint Boyer himself. Well, so let's do that. Yeah. Pitch it. Who the hell knows? <laughs> say whatever they want to say. I mean, the lesson was supposed to be learned in California when we made ourselves look like idiots out there unfortunately we're standing here again in the same situation then you're reading through the rule book for you come you're literally reading the rule book to try to figure out the regulations they put in place for qualifying trim i mean i'm pissed off on qualifying over this is been doing this years and years and years this is stupid did that look like clogging the middle to you i damn near had to back up to go that's not clogging the middle apparently we talked about clogging was our was our conversation before qualifying says really clearly in a lawyer's terms how you can't clog the middle and I'd be damned if the first time it clogs the middle that they don't call it discretionary. Then the next time you go out there and try to make a lap, the guy wrecks so puts you in a situation like we had in California. Do I finish this lap? Because that's a rule. You're not supposed to finish the lap field frozen, but they went ahead and let those guys have it. You know what I mean? And then you're here venting and just pissed off over no reason. It's it's, it's just stupid. But anyway, I'm going to go back and pout and be pissed off. I appreciate you letting me vent. Well, you're, you're welcome, Clint. <laughs> we appreciate you venting to us. I just want to hear, I got I want to hear, clog, clog, I love how he says clogging. Yeah, clogging. Clogging the middle, clogging. You know, we talked about clogging, and and Ryan Newman's going sitting over there going me out of everybody to do it. Ryan Newman, me, yeah, you know, bumper wide. I can't agree more with Clint Boyer. I mean, this system is so broken now, and it wasn't even broken to begin when to begin with when we had single car qualifying. Look, it may not be entertaining for the fans, but 
someone should not have to rely on someone in front of them and behind them to win the pole. That's just stupid that's, to me. That, that is stupid. I totally the fastest agree. car should get the pole because that's the point of qualifying. If if that's not the point of qualifying, run them off practice speeds. Well, yeah, and that doesn't happen. I mean, even even when the system wasn't screwed up, like what's happening now. I mean, the fastest person always didn't get the pole. It, it always not. It may may not, but. I think single car qualifying, there was nothing wrong with that system. NASCAR's trying to fix this to make it more entertaining for the fans, which I understand, I respect, but they got to do what's best for the drivers and for the sport. I mean, this this whole thing is just, and now they're talking about going back to single car, car qualifying, but they're talking about it in like a negative ass sense. So like, well, why? I mean, I got a couple thoughts on this. Number one, single car qualifying is super long. It is long. So it's super long for the fans. You're seeing one car. I mean, who wants to watch that? You do. Um, number two, I'm wondering. I'm questioning whether or not NASCAR, uh, NASCAR corporate, is really upset about this. They don't because seem upset. It's getting people talking, and that's what they want. And it's getting publicity, and it's you know getting people fired up. However, you want single car qualifying. I want the last practice before qualifying to be the qualifying. So pretty much qualifying trim practice. Yep, I, that's what I want. I mean, that's pretty much... I think that's what they do in, like, the IndyCar series. They go out, they have a practice qualifying time yeah. trials, and they all go out, they go out as many times as they want, let them have it an hour. Yeah. Go out as many times as you want. Whoever's fastest is fastest. In qualifying trim, they get the they get the pole. For me, single car, single car qualifying is entertaining as hell. Because I like to sit there and wonder and watch, you know, which guy's going to have, you know, put up the fastest lap. He might not be the fastest car all weekend, but who's going to put up that fastest lap on qualifying on Friday? I hate, I, I mean, Kevin Harvick said it on race day this weekend. He's not someone who likes to have to rely on someone in front of him and someone behind them to propel him to the pole. They asked him his, about his teammate, Daniel Suarez made, Daniel Suarez made all three rounds going out single car. Right, but, and that should tell everybody who's sitting in front. But he was only good to start fourth. And Harvick said that the whole point of qualifying is to go out there and try and put your car on the pole. It's good for your team. It's good for sponsors. It's, you know, everybody wants to start on the pole. He said, you know, running out there a single car and making every every round is cool, but he's not out there to do it to start fourth or eighth or ninth, wherever. The other thing they're talking about is having it be like it is the first two rounds and then the 12 cars go single file for the third round. What do you think about that? I just don't like the system in general where you have to rely on one car and then we're sitting there in a shootout, you know, in a stalemate to see who's going to be the first car to go out. I mean, that nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. And you can't, it's just, it's So why don't you cluster. like practice as qualifying? I wouldn't be opposed to that. If it, if it produces, if it's not like it is now, where we're sitting on pit road for five minutes of the ten minutes of or eight minutes of the ten minutes we have in the first round. Well, right, you're 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 true. Thinking about that, I mean, the comment Jeff Gordon, Daryl Waltrip, and Mike Joy are BSing for eight minutes until a car takes the lap. So I mean, it's like, would you rather watch them? Well, would right. you rather watch them three clowns BS it for eight minutes, or would we rather watch at least one car take a lap in single car? Well, that you know that is true. I guess you do an hour of practice and. Everybody, nobody's on the track for for fifty five minutes, and then the and last then the five last minute, minutes, everybody wants yeah. to go make a lap. I mean, so that's it, true too. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I guess you are right in the sense of the system was not broken, although they wanted to put more fans in the stands for qualifying. They tried to do this stuff in truck. And Have it didn't they work. put more fans in the stands for qualifying? Doesn't look like it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've, 
I've never Speaking watched a qualifying of the, live. Trucks. I mean, we we watched the truck race, didn't we? Junk fest. Great race though. Great side race. by side race. All the racing Again. this weekend was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I wish you could watch on Sunday, but you didn't know, need to. Sore subject. I did um, watch the last fifty laps. But yeah, the truck race. I mean, they couldn't go six laps without junking. But it was, you know, that's typical truck. I mean, they get out there and those those NAS truckers are they go buck wild and uh, you know it seemed like they couldn't go into turn one every three laps without someone getting hooked around. So come here, come here. So pretty interesting. Kyle Busch propelled for his two hundred and uh, second win in the truck series. Okay, we, we we've already touched on that. We know we know Kyle's won everything and he's gonna win this weekend too. You think so? I know so. It's Bristol, baby. It's Bristol, baby. But uh, you've been wrong on a lot of your Kyle Busch predictions. I'll just go on the record as saying that. Hey, look, that's true. We that is, it's very true. But sitting here with two wins, the top of the points, not really much I could complain about so far this season. So uh, keep it what rolling. What about the guy who's back, Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson. I'm a little is suspicious. Back. I'm a little suspicious about this. How do you what? go from All right, Kyle Larson, your best track? statistically, Martinsville and run 24 two laps down to show up at Texas a week later and be the fastest car all weekend up through stage one of the race and then kind of, you know, not disappear, but, you know, you weren't what you were. I mean, that's just a little suspicious to me. I did make the prediction that if he won the race, he was going to be the first driver that failed tech and it was going to go to the second place driver. Yeah. Um, But what did he finish? He finished like fifth. Yeah, him and Byron. He led more laps in that race than he did all, all last of year. last year. Jimmy's back, baby. <laughs> so, Hendrick had a good weekend, though. Him, Byron, uh, and Elliot. That was pretty pretty solid see, weekend. Elliot ran, but then I didn't see it, but I guess there was some caution that came out that Elliot got caught a lap down, and that did that screw his day? Um, No, that was later on. That was later on in the race. He was, well, after stage one. I mean, he was in the top five, I thought, for stage one. Yeah, third. He did, right. And he was competing. It was like one, two, three. We're all going for the lead lap after lap. But after that, he dropped to like, eighth and ran around 10th all day and then you know pit stops late everybody was on different strategies which made the race pretty interesting i mean denny hamlin sped on pit road twice missed uh, pit road twice does, i don't know how still this won the race I, mean, I, I think there's some scoring issue something, i mean he was probably a lap down okay i'm not sure on. what is going on here all under green flag too so it's like how does how's that yeah get? i don't know yeah exactly i don't know how that happens so but you talk about jimmy cheating if there's anybody to speed on, somebody's going if there's on. anybody to speed on pit road it's denny hamlin he does it every week every week and he wins like. i mean well, i'd speed too if i knew i was going to win the race doesn't matter. I mean, hell, Tim, you spin, you speed every other race on Heat Three. Thank you, Con. T, slow it down. So, uh, yeah, pretty good weekend for uh, for Jimmy Johnson. They've kind of rebounded, but interested to see one what- race. I want to see. Okay, let's let's. I know we got a lot of Jimmy Johnson fans out there going crazy on social media because he had a top five. Let's see what happens at Bristol. At Bristol, in Richmond, a short track where Hendrick should be good. He ran pretty he well be good. last year. Finished so, top five. So. so let's see. Well, maybe one of his only top fives of the year, probably. Um, let's see what happens this week. Yes. Because if this week he goes two and three laps down at Bristol, oh, uh, for nothing. Yeah. So give me a break. Anyways, moving on. Harrison Burton. Joins uh, Joe Gibbs for the Xfinity series. And they've been teasing that and teasing that, and you were trying to figure out who that was in the driver's suit. For a second, I thought it was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> and it was going to be it was like, going to be Joe Carl, Gibbs. Carl Edwards. Like, yeah, we, I, that's what I said. Joe Carl himself, but so, uh, Harrison Burton. I, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I think he's going to be... He's going to be a big star. You think so? I think he's going to be a big talent. I think he's going to be better. He's going to be better than his dad and uncle Ward and Jeff. I think he is. He might be. And he's going to be with a team potentially. Well, here's 
I mean, this I'm I'm looking at it's written here on the paper joins JGR, but I mean Christopher Bell's waiting in line for JGR. There's now a lot of Harrison people waiting, in, the waiting in line for JGR. Here's the let me tell you. You want to know what the fix to this is? It's not a second car for Levine, which that came out this week that oh, yeah. they're looking at that you have predicted Eric Jones was going to move into and then Christopher Bell would go into the 20. Let me tell you what the fix is for this. I don't think we've ever mentioned this on the podcast. Kyle Busch going to the Cup Series with his own team and him having the alliance with Gibbs and the spot that the, these drivers are bringing the sponsors. So, you know, they've why, asked, why not do that? You know, they've asked him that and, um, you know, he's declined. For one, he got so good in the Xfinity Series, he decided to take his Xfinity program to his own hands and run it for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Didn't do too hot. Maybe got one or two wins. Cup-wise, he's gone on record to say that he likes he likes the the idea of bringing up the young guys and using that as an outlet for the young guys to come up through, not as his yeah, own stuff. Yeah, but just, just it, I mean, it's, it's not really going to be his own stuff. It'll be Gibbs stuff with It'll his be Gibbs equipment. It. But It's just like the 21 car right now. That's Penske's fourth car built out of the Penske shop. Yeah. They can be built out of the Gibbs shop, and it can be Kyle Busch's team. It makes perfect sense to me. Or NASCAR can just put back on their big boy yeah. pants and allow five teams. That's what I think. You're right. I think we should get rid how of that come stupid Roush can, rule. How come Roush I mean, do, could do it and then... they Well, and then they made that rule. Jamie McMurray had to leave Roush because they... That's they, stupid. They, and we got now all, we got, like, you, you know, the we printed out the point standings for this show, and I'm not going to run through them yet, but, I mean, there's only, like, 32 drivers that have made, like, Starts the whole year exactly. I Na- mean, what do it's NASCAR's like NASCAR's so big on pushing these young guys and young guys like Bell who has sponsorship backing them. But where's the cup rides, NASCAR? Yeah, nowhere, I mean, nowhere for him to go because I guarantee you Gibbs would start a fifth car. Absolutely, he would have started this year. Yeah, I guarantee so, you Stuart Haas would start a fifth car. Absolutely. So that's uh, I guarantee you Starcom would start a third car, <laughs> second car. Michael, put Michael Cozy in the car. Shout Michael out Michael Cozy. Cozy, who's probably been shout out every episode of this podcast, but. So yeah, that's that. But moving on to a little bit of a of a whoa news. Uh, Me? Austin, he was going. Austin Wayne Self fails drug test suspended from Truck Series. Yeah, when they let him know about that, I guess he was like, "Me? Me? Yeah." So he failed a drug test, and I, and I really didn't. You know more about him than I do, but he's somewhat competitive. I know he finished like in the top ten in the Daytona race. Yeah, I was wondering why Bubba's been driving his twenty two truck the past two weekends. I guess that's why. Because Bubba's been in his ride. Oh really? Yeah, that's that's Austin Wayne Self's ride. I was wondering oh, what happened okay. with that. So. Well. Yeah, bummer for him. For him, uh, you know, it was funny because when Mayfield got busted with all that stuff, went on a radio interview like back in 2012. Oh, you've been talking about this all week. I just think it's funny. And uh, they asked him about, you know, Brian France busting him with all that stuff. And he goes, me doing drugs or Brian France saying I do drugs. You know, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? And then, you know, he gets busted with opioids and stuff. So I just think that's pretty funny. But um yeah, I don't know. What, does NASCAR have a road to recovery program? Yeah, Almendinger Hello, went through it. Hello, yes. Almendinger yeah, went Almendinger, through it. A yeah. number of drivers have gone through What's his name went through it? We're going to party like it's 1999. Yeah, but he's not driving anymore, right? Well, he quit. Yeah. So. But Spencer Gallagher. actually went through it? Yeah. I wonder what that whole process is. Because he came back is. and raced. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. Well. I mean, well, he got through it in like six weeks or something. That's kind of. I think he just goes through. Right. It's kind of fluky. I don't, I don't know that it's. It's six weeks even enough to clear your system I, I, of any drugs. I, I don't. Don't take like thirty don't days. Don't ask Brian France. Yeah. Well, 
does he get to go to the Road to Recovery program, or is he did, just Yeah, out? that's a good question. Did did he do the? Is he is he still doing? He's maybe the longest person that has not come out of the Road to Recovery yet. Do you remember when he disrespected Martin Truex at the banquet? No. He said, uh, "Congratulations, 2017 champion Martin Truex Jr." Turned around, gave him the ring. Truex oh, went out to shake his hand, and he just gave him the ring and ran off stage. He is the Truex the, was like, "What?" He is the most horrible. Was the most horrible spokesperson for the sport. Does not, cannot. Put a red nose and some words, makeup on him. Cannot put a, a constructive sentence together. It's, Opioids, uh, man. Do it to you. They'll geez. flush you out. All right, let's not start getting the conspiracy theories going well, here. O'Connor's conspiracies are bad. But I do have my thoughts. Yeah, I do have my thoughts. So, anyways, we'll touch on this with our guest coming up. But we And you haven't even mentioned. You're doing this show. Yeah. You're running this show, and you have not even mentioned we're having a special guest on this show yet. Well, I, w- I wanted to wait and tell them. Well, you wanted to be a you wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, you didn't want to tease it at the beginning, so they'd keep listening until so they'd they... skip forward. I know how these podcasts work. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, I'm, anyways, I'm backing down. Special, I don't have a headset. Remember? Our, oh yeah, our special guest coming on shortly. But we want to talk about what happened at some short tracks oh, this week. Man. Some great short track racing this week. We watched a Hashtag short track mo- race. Yeah, Irwindale. Hashtag more short tracks. Right. So we had uh, we had South Boston Speedways this Saturday and Irwindale this Saturday. Both put on a hell of a show. And Connor's over here. Oh, he came over. Well, we got to watch this Irwindale race because Haley Deegan. Haley Deegan started. She's also the in the K. She's also in the uh, K and N race on blah, Saturday blah, blah, at Bristol blah. that I will be at. <laughs> Yogi. Um, Deegan spins out on like the fifth lap of the race from the pole. It's like can't give beat me a her, break. Can't beat a record. Parker. Parker. So she recovered pretty well, but it was a hell of a race. Dude who won's dad, it was probably. Oh the my gosh! Long. I, I thought he was going to blow a gasket. The guy who won, really, I didn't even see it because the you what's that fanchoice.com or yeah. something? They don't show replays. No, because so, I guess it's just I mean, all live. This guy <laughs> crashed and it went like driver side into the wall hard. No safer barrier. And then I mean he's hurt. His dad comes Gets over there, limping. grabs him out of the car, you know, and it's like yeah. Like the bones are hurting, and these so, I mean, that his was, dad was going nuts. I mean, that was just the foreshadowing of what happened at uh, South Boston. I should, yeah, but I should have got some audio of. I should have. Rec- I should have got some audio of that dad. <laughs> I couldn't. I got it. You gave me a headache. But I mean, has anybody ever been to Martinsville and seen the Martinsville guy? You get a clock. You get a clock. You get a clock. And then it's like it's like that guy times a thousand. Yeah, it's uh, dude. It's it was um. Uh, it was quite the show. After the post race might have been a little bit more interesting than the race, just with the dude's dad going ballistic, like as right. if he's never won anything before. But are you pulling something up? Do you have something? I am not pulling anything up. I'm actually looking for a name. But anyways, oh, so, is it the guy's name? Yeah, it's the guy's from South Boston. Oh, I, I have it. I mean, I have it. You said it to me. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm looking through the, through the oh. text. But um, I don't know where I'm at right now, but. Uh, so South you're Boston. You're in the studio. Uh, you are in the studio at our at the collab. Um, that's where you're at. I am. Anyways, why don't you talk about South Boston? Oh, let me bit. take it now. Connor has, has handed the show over to me. So yeah, so we're sitting there. What what night was that that we were sitting there? Sunday night. S- Saturday night. Saturday night. We're sitting there, and you pull up this video, and I hear him, you're like laughing your head off, and I'm like, what? And then you show me this video, and it's like. I guess it's you know the halfway point of the race or whatever where they get to come in and kind near of, the end there apparently there's only like three oh there's to a go. red flag yeah and so this crew chief it turns out Forrest r- Reynolds Forrest Reynolds Forrest Gump ran over did some running ran over to that car threw something at the car then he went over and got in the window and we found out 
what he tried to pull all the wires out of the car or something. Tried, my assumption is, you know, since he went around that side of the car, was to pull the electrical wires or the ignition wires. We'll we'll talk with it with our guest coming up. But man, that's someone should have someone should have reminded then, this guy that you know, in the history of you know human versus race cars, the career win loss you know percentage of that, it's always the race cars coming out on top. So. The dude, uh, dude fired up I and mean, took he off. He floored it, and this guy, and I, I mean, this was a Tony Stewart type moment. Yeah, you get somebody killed doing this. And I mean, all of a sudden, he takes off with the guy in the window, and then we see the guy rolling, barrel rolling. But you know, he was sore the day after. You, Adrenaline got his ass. But he landed on his feet and got up and immediately walked off. I mean, I thought he was dead. It looked when pretty, I first it saw it. I vicious. thought it, I thought he was dead. So we watched it like. Hundred times, yeah. How could he not? It's funny. So, yeah, um, really funny. So, so that's pretty crazy. But we'll talk about that more coming up. So, we're gonna send it to break right now. We're gonna come back and have our special guest on uh, on episode eighteen here. So, crash trouble. You're listening to Follow Lead with Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode eighteen of Follow Lead. We hope you've enjoyed it so far. Joining us now is a new guest to the podcast. Daniel Silvestri. Daniel, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you guys? We're great. Um, so before we get into anything else, we, <laughs> we, we have to touch on this South Boston uh, Speedway incident this past Saturday. And, and you experienced it firsthand. So tell us what that was like and what how that whole deal went down. Yeah, it was, it was a little interesting. Um, I was a little bit farther back. I didn't get to see really what happened going into turn three and four with Lee and Phillip. Because uh, we were kind of struggling in the first two races. The modified rubber, rubber really screwed us up with our setup, so we were falling back. But I just look up and I see Philip in the wall, and I'm sitting in one for red flag because uh, Philip probably leaking um, fluid down the racetrack. And um, all I see is, is, is I see this guy walking up, and all of a sudden, he, all of a sudden I see this sprint. He's running towards these cars, and, and then bam, it just throws the radio, and things start happening. And I was and I go over the radio, I'm like, what just happened? Like, and I, from afar, I didn't realize who it was. But it was just, it was like, damn, like, this is my first race here at this certain track. I hadn't, I, I hadn't run it so often before. And, you know, it's a new series. But this is like, this is a dynamic that really go into this place. These are, these are, you got three guys who got, who really want to win. And they got, uh, they've all won national championships. They're all people that just pour their heart and soul out into this uh, into the late models. So they they all wanted to win. I'm just realizing that these guys, you know, there's a there's gonna be a lot of battles this year. Stop watching any place to watch, especially because I'm telling you, next race you might be able to pay back. <laughs> right now, uh, did you see him like get drug away by the car firsthand? And if you didn't, wh- what did you think when you saw the video of that? Because it looked really dramatic when we were watching it. Oh, yeah. I think it looked worse than real first. I he got thrown around a lot. I was like, oh, my gosh. Did you guys see what happened? My father wasn't wasn't looking at that time, and I had to explain to him. And But, uh, you know, I was just sitting there watching because I was just really confused. I thought it was, like, just someone. I didn't think it would turn into what it was until I seen sprinting and throwing something at Lee's car. Um, Reynolds, at least. So, I was, it was, it was a different situation, uh, but it was, it was really interesting from the driver's seat. I might have had a little laugh for a little bit because I just thought it was pretty funny. And then I was 
and then I realized, you know, this, you know, this could happen. People get hurt doing this, but um, you know, it's it's definitely short track racing. That's a community, and um, you know, it, it's going to be a fun place to watch. Definitely. I mean, uh, you got to give the guy a little bit of credit. He did lay, he did land on his feet and just got up and walked away. Yeah, he just he shook it off like he was dumping, and then the best part about all the videos, and I heard this was the crowd. But the crowd is awesome. You know, they're they're screaming, having fun, knees growling up the hands, and that's why I was really laughing about this. The crowd was screaming. It was the videos. It was loud, but it was just all out. I mean, I could. I mean, I'm in the. Queue, I got headphones in, got a helmet on. And I could hear them just booming about this. And I even hear boos and screams uh, and screams because you know you got the you got a lot of people cheering for these are like three different people. They like Phil, they like Lee, or they like uh, Katie, and you can't like any other guy. So. They were the Phil fans just uh, just screaming at that dude uh, at Reynolds because they're happy with him for going after Lee, and then you have the people booing because he's throwing stuff at Lee's car, and those are the Lee fans. So it was it was pretty crazy. So I I mean I've been a race fan for eleven years. Timothy's been a race fan for twenty plus years, and I took to Twitter, and that was easily the craziest thing I've ever seen at a racetrack. But it just goes to show. I mean, you know, there's. No secret that emotions do run high at short track, especially at those uh, at the lower ranks, at the supermodel ranks, especially at great tracks like South Boston and stuff. But um, you know, that leads me into my next question: Have you ever gotten into a, a, a tangle with any other driver or, or crew chief? I mean, I, I know emotions can run high in the race car. Have you ever, you know, gotten into any altercation with anybody? Have I ever been happy? Have I ever been not happy? Some guests. I've been. Uh, not asked people before. Um, I try to keep it to where my emotions. I keep my emotions. Uh, I calm myself down because where you're when you when you get out of that race car, there's so much adrenaline, and and that's that's the time where you could really do something stupid. The moment you get out, and that's when your adrenaline's running most high. Usually, like I like there's times when I feel like I should calm myself down. I have. Um, I've never really gotten in a huge problem with anybody. Um. I, I like I usually keep my nose clean and and people get into me and things will happen and I won't be happy about it but I don't really feel like returning the favor just solves the problem um, but I'm gonna lean on people we're gonna race hard but I feel like if anything gets out of hand I'll, I'll tell somebody about it but I don't feel like uh, the levels that happened at South Boston were necessary but I think you know it's important that, you know, you can you get your point across because you don't want to get you have to happen to you again. But, uh, no, I've never really asked a real altercation with somebody. I Again, I've not been happy with people before, but I just usually keep myself and calm myself down before I go approach them. Well, that's good to hear. We're hoping that you never get, you know, drug away by somebody's car as you're diving in the window. Yeah. I definitely don't plan on having that happen. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, you know move move on from South Boston a little bit and talk about you know um, you and and kind of introduce yourself to listeners and, and and you know talk about your career, how you came about, what you're what you're racing in now. All right. So uh, as everyone said, my name's Daniel Silvestri. Uh, I drive currently. I'm driving uh, the number ninety seven um, Bojangles DC Castle Management WDC, and now um, I think we just added Jones Utilities uh, 97 late model for sellers racing. Um, you know, um, I'm going to start beginning. I really just, my, my family's not really a racing family. My parents didn't really grow up uh, with cars and stuff. I, mean, I do have some 
did some family more into it and just a little bit of drag racing stuff. But I was really the only one in my immediate family that was really into this racing stuff. And, and there's a local go-kart place, um, just an indoor place that left a little fix. They did like a class. It was like a really serious go-kart place. It wasn't like an arrive and drive. Like it, it was, but it was like really serious. It's like a club thing. So if you were under 18, you had to do a class so that you would, they made sure you were like pace enough and actually, uh, drove pretty well. So I, at once I figured out what that was, I always wanted to be able to do it. And when I was sick, I had opportunity to, and it wasn't, it was the racing thing was kind of not super part of my life until about uh, 11 years old. I started doing like the league stuff there. I did a bunch of leagues up there for fall, winter, spring for like two years. And then I hopped into, uh, I decided this is what I want to do. I did two years in Bandolero racing at uh, local places around Virginia. Then I hopped into a legend car. Uh, did very well in both series, um, running around Virginia. And did some national stuff with the legend car. And then this year, uh, I'm going to do a little bit of legend car stuff. And I'm starting to get into the late model stock car. Uh, the NASCAR Little American Series late model stock car for uh, with Stalls Racing, and right now we're currently going to run a few races at Sobo and maybe uh, move around a little bit, but we'll see. Are you going to be? Uh, are you planning to be at Bristol at all this weekend? Um, no, probably not. Uh, there's a local legend car race probably on the end. It's going to be doing. It might get rained out. Uh, that race might get rained out, but Bristol's a bit far. Um. But, you know, any time the races come around to Richmond or Martinsville, I usually like to go to those. Like, I'll be at Richmond in a few weeks probably. Awesome. Um, you know, when we ran into you at Martinsville, we talked a little bit. You said that you guys are running Martinsville in October, right, for uh, the late model stuff? Yeah, there's uh, the, the – we were there promoting the uh, Triple Crown in the Valton, so – for late model stock cars, Virginia runs a triple crown, and it's three big races at the track, at, at Virginia's prestigious track. Uh, you have a 200 lapper coming up, I think, in late June, I think, for South Boston. It's your South Boston 200. And then you have, at Langley, you have the Hampton Heat in late July. And then October, they go to Martinsville and run the Dallas Star 300. And that's all together. Like, there's, it's, I think I'm going to be, I'm not sure exactly what the prize money is, but it's somewhere around $10,000 to win about each race. And then if you win the overall points thing for the triple crown, just like horse racing, you win an additional amount of money. Dude, wow. Timothy and, and uh, I would love to come to Martinsville. Oh, we're, yeah, I was just thinking that. We're going to be there to support you under one condition. We get to slap a for the lead sticker on your car. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I would love to pull one on your car. Um, we're still looking at Martinsville this year right now. That's just we're just gonna run through the year. We're gonna see exactly how it's going. And um, you know, Martinsville, Martinsville's a great race to watch for the fans. But as a racer, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of stuff that gets torn up and um, financially and budget wise. You know, we have to watch that. So I can't yeah, I'm sure. fully commit to running that race. But I mean, if you're if you're a fan and you're anywhere near Martinsville, I'd go watch that race because there's it's going to be a fun race. These guys, the late mall guys, they're going to beat and bang on each other. That's what you can do. And there's going to definitely, there's not going to be a boring part of that race at any point. From lap one to lap two, uh, 200, 250, it's going to be a bunch of beating and banging with those guys. It's going to be a great race to watch. 
Yeah, and we, you know, I think after you did, um, you kind of talk with fans at Martinsville. You got up in the stands and watched the the cup race, didn't you? Yeah, I definitely did. I did. Um, I had, I had, um, I went into the paper for the uh, for opening ceremonies. Um, I didn't really have a place to stand, and it was it, from the pitch. It was really cool for like the first stage I was in there, and then after that, uh, my buddy had tickets up to the stand, so I went and watched from like turn two area. But the pitch was really cool. It's just when you sit in there after a while, it's hard to see the whole race going on, and I wanted to go up there and watch the race a little bit. So after that, I went out uh, through the tunnel and went around and went to turn two and watched the rest of the race. So uh, who are guys that you look up to in um, the Cup Series now? I mean, it, it doesn't even have to be Cup Series. It could be Xfinity Truck, um, you know, Arca. Who are who are some guys that you look up to and, and uh, really learn from? Um, well, well, I used, I was always saying, uh, big junior fan and a senior fan, uh, Dale, um, you know, my, my room back when I was younger, I always had, I had these, I have like 88 all over my room. Um, I used to look up to them mostly because I kind of bandwagon off his father. I used to, I like watching some of the old races with his, uh, with his dad, um, senior, because I just. I love the way he used to race, and he used to just tell it how it is, and he used to race and and race hard for every single lap, every every single uh, thing he had. Um, now the guy I really pull for in the Cup Series, he's kind of a low guy, but it's like is Daniel Hummerick. Um, the team I used to run with, so I still run a little bit with it in uh, Legend Cars, 860 Motorsports. Uh, Hummerick was a guy who really had to get financially, didn't have all the financials, and he won. The Legends Million Race, which is the highest paying Legends race of all time. He won $250,000 with that back in 2010. That was a huge race. And then he kind of gradually worked himself way up the ranks, and he continued to get sponsors. He continued to work hard. And I remember meeting him, and I just really liked his personality, and he's just a great guy to talk to. So I always like to pull for him. Um, also, uh, I, I do work with uh, Jeb Burton, even though he's not in it as much in, in the series as much. But Jeb Burton is definitely he's my mentor right now in the late model stock car, and, and he's really helped me out. So I definitely like to pull for him as well. Yeah, you you got a, did you get a helmet from him? Uh, I think I saw one of your posts on social media. Yeah, uh, I had he has a deal with Arai, and I'm trying to get um, I'm trying to uh, get something with them as well. And he had a new helmet for me for me because. My old one, I kind of beat up a lot. <laughs> I've had it for like a few years. And even though it was really nice when I first got it, it's been beat up a little bit. Um, and, he had, and he gave me a really nice helmet. And I and I just, uh, I really thank him for that one. It's a very nice helmet. It's gonna, we're still working with it a little bit. Uh, I just got radius put in it. And I used it this weekend since the other one was bad. So I guess it worked out. My old helmet was bad, and I put in that one, and it worked just fine. So... I'm going to wear it a bit more, and I'm going to continue to uh, get it uh, um, get it shaped in my head a little bit more because the peak pad's a little bit rough right now. But definitely, it's a great helmet, and, I, and he's really helped me out a lot. Well, you can use that old helmet to throw it at somebody's car when you get mad at him. <laughs> well, I, I do like that old helmet, and I think any time <laughs> they go mess around with my buddies, I probably pull it out. And, and <laughs> so, when I, so I don't really want to... I don't want to break it. It's 
even though it's a little beat up, it's still one of my favorite. It's my favorite helmet right now. But we'll see once I get if that awry one becomes a bit nicer, that might be my favorite helmet. Um. So, you know, looking long term, uh, you're 17 years old, right? Um, 16. I turned 17 November 12th. Okay, so 16 years old. Looking long term, what are, what are your long term goals for uh, you know just racing in general? Do you look to eventually move up and try and work your way into the Cup Series? You know that's always that's always the goal. Um, that's always something I think anybody who's, who's in this who's in this as a kid is is that's their goal. That's what they want to do. Um, and you know. It's, and that's something actually that's always there. You know, it's achievable, but it's just going to, it takes a lot of hard work. It's going to take, uh, you know, a few different things to get in. But, um, you know, that's just, that's definitely a goal of mine. Um, but really, I'm just taking everything day by day, enjoying every opportunity I get. And, um, you know, if, if those opportunities add up and all of them add up and, and, uh, one day on Sunday, I'm sitting at a big track in front of thousands of fans, then so be it. If not, then um, I'm going to continue to race, but just race for the fun of it and for the love of the sport. Yeah, and I mean, for for, for drivers like you that are coming up now, I mean, it's it's a lot harder than back in the day when all you had to have was, was talent to get a, get a ride. Now, now you've got to have the talent, but you've got to, also got to have the business side of it because you've got to bring sponsors to the table. So, I mean, that's I guess you you know you're you're you've got to look at it both ways and trying to position yourself with the right you know the right people, and you got to bring sponsors to the table too. Yeah, definitely. Um, sponsors are playing a bigger bigger role than it ever has, and you know that you just have to make yourself marketable. Um, doing these things, going out in. Uh, promoting your sponsors and, and doing these things and sacrificing yourself to go out and really be a marketer for these sponsors and and just start with the little with the little things and you know kind of build off these things, you know, especially like the Bojangles thing we have, it's not like it's a ton of money immediately, but you know, if you can build off of these and you can eventually build off of that sponsorship and maybe try to get something with a with a huge thing from corporate and, you know, you can build off of those so just Continuing to try to find things now. Um, and just going to, it's going to take hard work, and I think I think if you start earlier and start making those connections with those with a little more grassroots businesses, you know, you can eventually you'll have enough practice for when you go to the big sponsor that can make your break and give you your big break for to make it into you know the Grand National Series with the big three. Uh, you know, you'll be prepared and ready to go. Well, dude, I mean, we are we're so happy that you joined us. We were so uh, it was great to meet you at Martinsville. Sit in your race car. I mean, we got to sit in his race. Yeah, car. that was cool. Uh, I mean, I, it was like um, we didn't even know that that you were the driver and like you were you were handing the steering wheel. It was, that was pretty neat. Yeah, I think you come to find these things, uh, especially the lower level. I always like to put people in them. They're like, oh, I don't want to break anything. It's like it's just metal. <laughs> a seat and a few switches and a steering wheel. You're not going to break anything. You don't. You don't want to get those ignition wires pulled, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't want that to happen. And I, I mean, there's plenty of stories of what I'm not going to take that what you was going for, but that's my suspicion of what someone would reach in on that side for. Yeah. Definitely, that's that's a move from go cars all the way up. People cutting ignition uh, wires. 
Yeah, and I I felt pretty comfortable in your car. So if you're ever like under the weather or anything, um, you know, yeah, g- give me a call. Got some relief. Yeah, I'll definitely drivers. call you. Guys. I'll call you. All right. Well, um, hopefully, hopefully we'll see you in Martinsville in the fall. That would be awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely. We're gonna we're gonna try to keep doing that and um, you know, see if everything falls in place. It'll be good. It'll be. We'll figure it out. All right, man. Thanks. Thank you for calling in, dude. We love having you on the podcast. Maybe we can have you on a little later on this season if it gets closer to Martinsville and stuff. You guys are running it. You know, we'd love to be there and watch you and cheer you on. And we're definitely going to be cheering you on the rest of the season, whether we're, you know, watching in the stands or from the couch. So good luck to you the rest of the season, man. We'll try and get you on the show. But thanks for calling in tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed coming on. And, uh, just have to plug for a little bit. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Dan Sylvester Racing, and on Facebook. Uh, we got plenty of things going on, and uh, there's plenty of people backing this. And I'd love to show you to some people like Bojangles. Make sure you go to Bojangles, the local Bojangles, uh, and, and grab some good, grab some good food, guys. So thank you again for having me. This is a great show, and I hope to see you all later. Especially those bow rounds. I love the bow rounds. <laughs> Yeah, bow boxes and the bow rounds are good. That's going to get some good stuff. I always get the picnic size bow rounds. Yeah, definitely. All definitely. right, thanks so much. And I you like ha- the classic oh, bow go ahead. Good. I like the classic bow box, but uh, it's there. good stuff, definitely. Yep, there you go. All right, Daniel, thanks so much for calling in, and, and best of luck to you. We'll be watching your career yep. for sure. Thank you so much, guys. All right, have a good night. Thanks. Wow, another great guest on the podcast. Uh, he's, you know, when we met him at Martinsville, he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For a 16-year-old, absolutely. Um, yeah, he's I mean, buried. he has a really good head on his shoulders. And, I mean, I really think that, I mean, I guess I'm kind of, I, I, maybe I'm selfish that I want him to succeed because I can say that we, we knew him then and we sat in his race car and he handed us his steering wheel. Yeah, I mean, he could be Cup Series champion one day, and we sat in his race car when he was 16 years old, and he's handing us, putting the steering wheel in right in front of us. Well, future plans for the podcast are for us to buy a race team, so maybe we can field a car and uh, have him him drive up. No, for real, he, you know, for his age and for his, you know, experience in driving cars, he seems super knowledgeable, got a great head on his shoulders, super marketable. Yep. So I'm sure he'll have plenty of success of, uh, you know, wherever he takes his racing career. So yeah, another great guest on the podcast. Yeah, and this is somebody we're gonna follow too. So we'll keep our we'll keep our listeners up to date on, on Daniel's career and how he does. Absolutely. All right. Well, we are gonna take a break. This has been an awesome segment. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we've got a lot more to dive into. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna say this. Crash. Travel. You're listening to Fa the Lead with Connor Bunn and Timothy Martin. Would you like to sponsor Fa the Lead? Send an email to fathelead at gmail.com. That's F A H T-H-E-L-E-A-D dot C-O-M. Now back to Follow Lead. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 18. We are now live over there in the corner. Uh, I know you guys can't really see that because you're listening to us right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was just in the bathroom. <laughs> Great. Uh, taking a pee. And I was thinking more about that qualifying situation that we talked about earlier. And the best way I can, de- you know, really describe it right now is NASCAR is trying to put a Band-Aid over a gunshot wound with what's going on with is qualifying. Is that what you need to really come up with deep thoughts? You need to step into the bathroom? Well, you know, when you're when you're sitting there and you're taking like a two-minute piss because I am drinking this big water bottle I have here, you know, you get to thinking a lot and like, man, that was a pretty good analogy right there. But, 
Anyways, we want to get into some uh, race results here from this past weekend in Texas. We'll run through the top 10. I'll grab the top 10. Timothy will grab 11 through 20. Oh, thanks. Thank you. So, uh, Denny Hamlin, no surprise, won the race. Uh, big surprise to me. Big surprise to you? Big surprise to me. I can't remember the last time he won Texas. But, uh, you know, Denny Hamlin first, Clint Boyer second, Daniel Suarez, a great finish this weekend in third. Eric Jones runs fourth. He had a pretty good run after spinning out early. Um, what's going on there with the camera? All right, we're back. So, um, Eric Jones fourth, Jimmy Johnson top five. Good run for Jimmy this week. William Byron sixth. Great run for Byron. Eric Almarola seventh. Kevin Harvick eighth. Kurt Busch ninth. And a disappointing tenth for Kyle Busch, who looked to have a great car there at the end to win. He hit the wall. Yeah, he got the, got the wall a little bit. So, got a flat tire, but glad he rebounded for a top the, two. The, what is it? The shoe horse has come out. I don't know. I don't know. The horseshoe, not the shoe horse. The, the shoe ho- horse. The, the horseshoe. The shoe horse. The horseshoe has come out. Interesting. Uh, who, who is that? Ryan Newman was 11th. And then we had Martin Truex. I got to say, Truex is kind of bringing up the rear at Gibbs so far. Slow start. I don't Slow know. start. Chase is 13th. Uh, just got to see more consistency. I feel like that's him. been his average finish this year. I feel year. like it is. Uh, but he's like, he's like, I mean, he's he's in the top 10 in the points. I feel like he's going to have a good run at Bristol this weekend, so. though. Um, Austin Dillon, 14th. I, I, I'm seeing some progress with RCR. Dylan, especially, top 15s. Qualifying well. Yeah. Running the first part of the race in the top 10. Yeah. And, but but I'm seeing a little more lot, a little more consistency where they're a, kind of a solid top 15 car yeah, weekend. RCR weekend. is progressing, for sure. Uh, Michael McDowell, hello. He was 15th. Whoa. <laughs> Best run since Daytona? Best run. Where he got fourth. Ricky Stenhouse, 16th. Joey Logano, Penske cars, had a horrible day. Yeah. Uh, 17th for Logano. Alex Bowman was 18th. Paul Menard, 19th. Chris, Bo- well, you know, there's a Penske car too, Paul Menard. Chris Busher was 20th. Uh, some other notables in there. Bubba Wallace, 23rd. Kudos to them. Yeah, they were hyping up their 23rd up place Bubba. finish on Instagram. I went on there and said, I really wouldn't be hyping this 23rd yeah. place finish. Um, and then you got to go way down the list to see some of these guys. Brad Keselowski, 36. Wow. Ryan Blaney, 37th. And Kyle Larson, 39th. Dead last. Yikes. Dead last for Larson. Yeah. Kyle Larson and Texas have uh, been been foes. This whole last. season's a disappointment for Kyle Larson, in my opinion. they got to get something going, man. Stuart Haas. Boom. <laughs> You've been avid for that Boom. since day one. So, But, yeah, that's the results for the race this weekend. Um and then Hamlin wins. Hamlin wins, and he was on my list of to be kicked out of Gibbs. Yeah, but you think uh, that risk that list has been rewritten to where get? I mean, uh, where uh, Jones is on the hot seat? Yeah, I do. I mean, I, Denny's won the Daytona 500. He's already so. won two races out of the first. I don't know how many after going winless last year. So His worst finish is 11th. So him and Kyle's numbers are kind of mirroring each other, but Kyle's obviously had you know better runs. So with that, we'll take a look at the points. Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin remain atop of the points. Kevin Harvick a sneaky third. Right now in point standings, Joey Logano, Eric Amarola, Brad Keselowski, 6th, Martin Truex Jr., 7th, Ryan Blaney, 8th, Chase Elliott is in 9th, Kurt Busch is in 10th, 11th, we have Clint Boyer, 12th, Kyle Larson, 13th, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., 14th, Daniel Suarez, pretty good for Daniel, 15th, Jimmy Johnson, and rounding out the top 16, we have Eric Jones, Austin Dillon's peeking in at 17th. So if you look at the top 16 now, if let's say we started the chase now, I mean, I think the surprising names that are in there, Stenhouse maybe. Suarez. Suarez. I mean, For sure. and, and so those are kind of the two, the two names. Yeah. Eric Amarola remains solid. Remaining pretty solid not, right now. I'm not a fan, as we all know of his, but he remains solid, and yeah. he's in the top five in points. So. Uh, hasn't gotten that win yet, but you know, so. you don't have to get a win at this point as long as you run top five, top ten every week. You're not, you're going to be in the chase. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, let's so just... looking at the points, I guess the question begs: Is this a breakout year for Denny? 
I mean, his worst finish 11th, has two wins right now. What's the most wins he's had in a season? Mr. NASCAR knowledge. 2010, he was... He was, was that the year he blew the championship race? Yeah. I'd say he had about maybe six wins that year. Five or six, maybe. I don't oh, know. I, I, he's got to be pleased. And also, you got to think, he's got a new crew chief. Yeah, new crew chief. I mean, so... A lot of new crew members, too. He, he's got to be He's got to be pleased about that. Yeah, kudos to that whole 11th group. You think, it's his, uh, you think he's going to be a competitor down the stretch, someone we can watch out for the Final Four? You know, I th- no, I, d- I don't think Hamlin's going to be in the final. Really? Game. Yeah. You think it's a year like Larson had in 2017 where he's really strong in the regular season and finds a way to lose yeah, it just, I mean, in Kansas? <laughs> possibly, but I think I think a lot of these, you're going to see a lot of people come on. I mean, this is not right. This is not the trying real hard part of the season. Right, and I think the stuff that he's getting away with right now, like the pit road stuff, is going to come back to haunt him. He can't make those mistakes all year long and expect to do Yeah, you can't speed well. and have all these problems every single race and win. Yeah, there was, he seems to be able to do it. There was a lot of factors that had to go right Sunday for him to win anyone. Because so, I think Kyle had the best car and was going to win there down the stretch. But, um, you know, Penske down weekend this weekend. All three cars having trouble. Man. And, and different kinds of trouble. Yeah, all different so, stuff. So J- Logano had his hood come up or whatever. His hood like ca- came caved up in. and caved in. You, so accused him, you accused him of cheating. Yeah, that ruined and then, his Oh, day. you forgot to mention what Logano did to Bush. Oh, dude. Dude. <sighs> that could be easy donkey of the day, but I'll save it. Oh, uh, that's right. We got I'll save Logano for up. another day. But um, Brake checks him down the straightaway. Is that? Did he kind of do what Newman did last week, or was it Newman slid up in front of Bush? Yeah. Right, was that last week or the week before? That was California. Right. But, no, he was – at this point, Logano was already a lap down. Kyle was lapping him or whatever, trying to catch Suarez, which he eventually – he ended up doing in like .5 seconds after he got around Logano. But Logano brake-checked him down the front stretch for no reason. And, you know, the radio communication between Kyle and stuff, Kyle's spotter was like, yeah, he does this every week. I plead with this spotter every week as to why he does this. And he says we're racing too hard. What? Please, please. Racing too. I, I'm a I'm a fan of TJ Majors as a spotter, but what? What does that mean? Racing too hard. Like that sounds like Eric Amarola talking to me. He's already got to win. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> get a, out of my way. That'd be a that'd be a thing for him to do. But you know, Blaney looked strong. Had, oh, Blaney uh, was really strong. Looked like they had an engine engine failure. Yeah, I believe then, why he had the lead or second or yeah, so. Yeah, he was on the like top. That. And what happened to Kozlowski? Kozlowski broke a uh, broken axle. So rare. I mean, that's rare in this day and age to see that type of stuff. I'm pretty sure it happened on pit road to get going from the asphalt to the uh, to the concrete. So, yeah, down weekend for Penske. Look for them to rebound this weekend in Bristol. But um, so, yeah, tough weekend for them. We we touched on Kyle Larson, you know, Texas being a big enemy of him, taking another hard hit in the wall. I don't know if you remember, but last year he took a hard hit in the wall, had that huge bruise. I feel like he's like Danica. He's replaced Danica with these hard hits. No, maybe with the hits. Not the don't, hits. don't insult no, him. No, I'm like not that. talking about that. But you know, I mean, every every time Danica raced, she'd go head on into the wall. It seemed like she was. She was. And now she was tough. It's Larson that's doing she that. She was a tough young lady. I, I will tell you that much. She took the hardest hits I've ever seen. So, or some of the hardest hits I've ever seen. And then seen. you ran through the points. We had our own points. Now we're doing our own little we series did. here. Yeah, you nipped me by a little bit this yeah, week. Yeah, I gained five points on you. Gotcha. So what's the lead, like 101? 101, yeah. So still Because I still picked, strong. I don't remember who I picked. Um, it's on my phone. You picked uh, Martin Truex Jr. Truex. Joey Logano. And, and uh, I didn't pick first, did I know? No. Um, I can't remember who you took after that. Yeah. I think Chase. Yeah, Chase. Chase, right. And uh, I took. Uh, I ended up going with uh, Kyle Busch, who, man, looked looked like he was going to win it. Went with Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and uh, who did I go with for the third pick? I can't remember who I pick every week after I do this. So, 
But anyways, we had a bad finish. I mean, we this is the first week where we had some bad finishes. Yeah, a couple of drivers of ours so had points bad. Was like oh, Blaney, I took Blaney. Yeah, points yeah. was in the 80s this week. So yeah, we're in this high, looking to get it up this week. So 101. I'm gonna make a big comeback though, Bristol. You think so? Oh, you get first pick, so I, you I, get. You I get, know so. But I think my drivers are still gonna edge you out. I don't think so. But, I know uh, so. Anyways, overall thoughts on the race. <sighs> Well, you ruined the race for me. You didn't get to I didn't watch really it. Get to, I only watched 50 laps of the race. I think this was the best. And it was this pit strategy crap. I think, so you didn't know who was going to finish where. I think it was the best version of this package that we've seen. Really? I do. The racing was racing was great all day. The leader never got above two seconds. Have, ever. Did they do something different with this package? I mean, no. I mean, they, they kind of changed. I mean, they, they were set because the first race at Atlanta, and then they mm-hmm. changed some when they went to Vegas. I mean, they planned to, but they didn't yeah. show the full thing. No, is uh, this the Vegas setup, or is this? I think this is the setup that they've been running since Vegas at these tracks. Um, like I said, it was the best version. I think the pit road strategy had a big, big play in that. Why it was so good, and there was actually action. And I like how Texas uh, drugged the tire dragon and put that stuff down on the track I to think that, widen that the groove. That definitely out. made the truck race exciting. Oh, absolutely. And even Xfinity too. I didn't and, get to watch yeah, much of Xfinity, watch but Xfinity was pretty exciting as well. So, you know, I, I rate this race. I give it a. Solid seven point five this week for Texas. That's that's good. I mean, you gave Daytona like a nine point eight. Dude, Daytona was awesome. We got everything we wanted to see at Daytona, or at least I did. Red flags. You didn't get to see Kyle Busch go finish on the lane? lights. Almost. I'm gonna watch it this weekend though. He's winning this weekend. Oh, I know you're gonna watch it this weekend. We gotta talk about that. Yeah. So we'll talk about all that when we come back from break. But uh, you know, we're gonna send it to break right now. Hope you guys are enjoying. The live portion of our right. Broadcast. This is behind the scene. I mean, this is what I mean. You're you're getting a treat now. On yeah, Instagram, you're in so. studio with us right now. So you know, we'll send it to break. We'll check on the comments, see what you guys had to say, and uh, we'll come back with donkey of the day, Bristol thoughts, and uh, and our picks for our this picks. weekend. So with that crash trouble, boom. You're listening to Follow Lead with Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. and here we go. To wrap up the last portion of this podcast. This is uh, our longest podcast in the history of Father Lead. It's cool. I like how we're able to have long episodes. I mean, episodes. we had, I, this was a huge show. Dude, every week. Don't I say that? I really think this was a huge show. Number one, we announced we're building a new studio. Yeah, which you so, guys are now yeah. getting. Yeah, this. you're gonna you're getting to hear this now for the folks that are watching us live while we're recording this on Instagram. We're building a new studio. Um, at my house in in the man cave, so we're gonna have all the man memorab- cave of mayhem is what it's the man be called. cave of May- the man cave of mayhem. We're Next gonna have level. the NASCAR memorabilia, the green screen. We're gonna be live on YouTube. Absolutely, we're gonna be able to bring you way more content than ever before. That's gonna be coming up in the next couple weeks. We'll debut the new studio, so you gotta watch out for that. Yeah, man. we had. Daniel Silvestri on to talk about this crazy South Boston race. Dude, I'm glad I'm glad we were able to have him on this week after that crazy oh, that, race at South Boston. I, I think I just said that. Well, like, if there was any week to get him on. And I got him on. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I got Cozy on last week. Oh, my God. Who's going to join us next week? I got Liz Allison. You on. buy some merch off our site. Oh, no, I got our, we got our guy for next week. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. We're not going to expose it to you guys yet. I mean, we got people every week. Yeah, we're just lining up guests. Follow the lead. Follow the lead. Everybody's dying to come on for the lead. Me? Yeah, when we call and ask somebody if they want to come on the show, they're like, me? Yeah, so it's an honor. So, But it's Bristol, baby. Oh, we're going to Bristol. Bristol week. We're going to Bristol. Hopefully the rain holds off on Sunday. Yeah, the forecast is like now a 40% chance of thunderstorms. Yeah. I guess we're we're in spring. We have a contingency plan that we will be there Monday if it does get rained out. Yeah, we'll be there Monday if it gets rained out. So don't worry. 
podcast might be delayed a day or Connor two. Connor is more excited. I mean, we're going in the pits. Yeah. We are going to be, and this isn't just like Martinsville where we're that we're in the we're going to be in. Oh the yeah, pits. we're in there. Uh, the Bristol folks have been so great to us, giving us free you know pit passes in the pits, offered us free tickets. I mean, got to thank. I think his name's Anthony from from Bristol. Um, let's have him on. Let's get him on the show. He uh, just just. I mean, they've been they've been super. You know, so we're very excited about that. Martinsville, we were like in there, but Bristol, we were like in there. We're going to be there. in there, and we're going to have for the lead stickers. And we're gonna have our for the lead hoodies. So I mean, Dude, they're gonna have competition meetings next weekend at the shop as to how these damn stickers got put on the cars. I, I believe that we're gonna be standing in between uh, Daryl and Jeff on pit road when they're doing the uh, the Fox thing. I mean, I just I feel like it's gonna happen. Dude, how how mad is your mom gonna be if we get Daryl and Jeff's autograph and she <laughs> waited at Martinsville? Did she leave her NASCAR on Fox she hat did. in that book bag? She did. You're wearing it. Oh, you're wearing it, dude. I cannot disrespect her. You're like wearing that. it. She's got just about everybody else's autograph. Connor's more, you know, NASCAR fan here. If somebody said you're going in the pits, you're doing all this. Connor's more excited to go to the flea market. Outside the track where we've been to at all the races, and they have the same crap. You're it's a more part of it's a part that. of the show, dude. It's a part of the experience. You can't miss it. You can't not go to the flea market. They I don't didn't care do that if at they Daytona. This. They didn't have it at Daytona. Yeah, I don't know what what that was about, but you can't go to a race that's local and not take a local, stroll through the flea local. flea market. You're still throwing me off with those glasses, by the way. But anyways, I'm very excited for this week. I've never been to Bristol. I know. This that's is exciting. all first time that's for me. That's exciting. And, and you have been waiting your whole life to be at a race that Kyle Busch won. It's Bristol, baby. I think this may be the best opportunity you have. Maybe. Maybe I think so. so. I feel like he's going to win. Quit looking at yourself in my glasses. That's why you got the that's glasses, That's what you're right? doing. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, that's, it's Bristol this weekend. We, have, you know, we obviously have high hopes. But uh, with that, we're going to roll right on into our picks. Timothy gets the pick first this week. Boom. Connor's got a 101-point lead. Let's get into it. Who you got? Kyle Busch. Knew it. Boom. Okay. I, that, that's all I need. It's all you need? It's all you want to take? Chase Elliott. Boom. Ryan Blaney. All right. Tried to steal Blaney. Tried to do some behind-the-scenes, under-the-table deal to get Blaney from me. Offered me, what, what did you offer me, 15 look, points? Look, I offered this man 15 points if he'd give me Blaney this week. But it's okay, because I already knew who was, you know, I already have my drivers, and I think, you know, with the exceptional one, they have the opportunity to outperform you. All right, so let's. So you want my drivers? I'm going to guess. I'm going to take a guess first. Okay. You're going to go with. Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, and Martin Truex. No, not quite right. Going with 42. Larson. How, how could you not take Larson at Bristol, dude? He's, he's running great He's going to be in the wall. 42. Two. There you, I, there you go. Didn't I say, did I just say Kozlowski you were going to pick Kozlowski? No, you said Logano. Oh, okay. 42. Two. It's been a toss-up between a couple guys who I want to take third. you got to take Bubba. Might as well just forfeit this week. Go ahead. If I do that, I'm gonna take Trevor Bain. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> just caught no, dude. You you just you just get it. Bain. Nah. It's For, Bain. Forty-two, two. Man, let me. I'll go with Logano. Twenty-two. Going. Let's hope Penske doesn't have another day like they did this weekend. Let's hope not. But pretty solid picks on both of our parts. All right. So Bush, Elliott, Blaney for me, Larson, and then Kozlowski and Logano for you. Yeah. Yep. I, I think I have an opportunity here to make a big gain. Kyle wins all three if stages. I don't get screwed and something crazy doesn't happen. And like Kyle Bush reckoned on the first lap at Bristol, yeah, it's not going well that happened when? Happen. Uh, that happened in the fall, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, that, Still came back happen. and was competitive. And Chase was in that wreck. No, he wasn't because Chase ran up front and finished second. 
that day. Finished third behind Kurt Busch and Larson. Top three. Knowing my luck, all my drivers are going to get in a wreck. I guarantee you. You better knock on this wood because your driver's Kyle Busch. This is my win. opportunity to get, like, I want a 50-point swing here. That's yeah. happened. So that's that's well, that's possible. I don't, I don't think any one driver is going to win all three stages just because it's Bristol, but I think you have the opportunity to, to trump me this week. But I, I like my drivers, though. So, But I do have my thoughts. But I do have my thoughts. So, Donkey of the day. So, well, what was Sunday? The 31st? Yesterday the 1st? Donkey of the day. Sunday, March 31st. Well, actually, hell, Saturday, March 30th. Wait a minute. It's not the Cup Series? Not the Cup Series. Not the Xfinity Series. Not the Truck Series this week. It's late models, baby. South Boston goes to Forrest Reynolds, crew chief of whoever's car. Yeah, um, I, can't, I don't know who the driver was. Touched on this earlier in the podcast a couple times, but, uh, you know, was upset. Crew chief of, of a driver upset. Jumped over the wall. Threw the radio at the windshield, went all the way around to the... Is that what he threw, the scanner? It was, yeah, it was his radio. Went around to the uh, to the opposite side of the car, tried to reach in there and pull the ignition wires, which, you know, if you're not familiar, you pull the ignition wires, it's pretty much ripping the electrical out of the thing, and, you know, you're not racing after that. You're done. So, uh, dude, that, that car got fired up pretty quick, because it, it takes a little bit to fire race cars. He fired that sucker up quick and took off, so... Took off with the guy. Yeah, and he went for if a tumble. If you have not seen that video, it's on our Instagram page. So yeah, if you haven't seen that, if you're watching us and you after seen after that, you we end this live, you got to go check that out. But we'll do it live. Yeah, Forrest Reynolds. He might be the first and only person to who's not in the Cup Series. Like and yeah, to survive something like that and to get Donkey of the Day when you're not in the Cup Series. Yeah, so this is like a big moment for him. This is big. We should he should be honored. That's right. I tried to look him up, but I think he's deleted all his social media accounts. We we're going to try to have him on. Yeah, it might well, be. We a, had Daniel on, who had a front row seat to the whole thing. He was in the so, race. Yeah, he was in I the mean, race. That was, that was just as good. So, yeah, Forrest Reynolds, congratulations. You were Donkey of the Day for okay. Saturday, March 30th. So if you were doing the Cup Series, who would you have given it to? Joey Logano. Oh, because of what he did to Cowboys. Don't break checks. It's one thing to break check somebody at Martinsville. You don't break check someone at Texas. So, honorable mention to Joey Logano. Maybe you can do that. Absolutely. Maybe you can start doing honorable mention. If Hon- there's some, some yeah. Really good ones. Yeah. Maybe maybe like a weekend like uh, I did in Daytona where like four of them got yeah. donkey of the day. But hats off. Maybe we should do a little hats off segment in the podcast and hats off to like, you know, driver. Oh, we're going to be introducing a whole lot of new segments when we get in the new studio. We've yeah. got a green screen. We've got all this stuff. Yeah. I'm going to be up all night editing all this stuff together while he's asleep while i'm being fed grapes and uh drinking my wine and getting a pedicure so exactly (laughs) he's kicking me right now but hey that does it for episode 18 and we're gonna come back next week post bristol edition hopefully not and don't forget to watch our social media because we're gonna be down there with the drivers lots of content coming out and we're gonna be you know it's gonna be we're just gonna be you know spoon feeding you all all this stuff from uh the pits yeah you guys are getting spoiled this week i bought a giant spoon that i'm taking to bristol yeah we're gonna spoon feed you i really (laughs) did didn't i yeah you did brought a giant spoon that we're gonna spoon feed everybody uh wow longest podcast in the history of podcasts it's all good we're good so that does it for this episode of for the lead connor's rookie episode my rookie episode where i have taken over reigns and you'll never do it again yeah i think i did pretty well we're gonna look at the numbers so the numbers if if the numbers are up on this podcast we'll we'll let you maybe continue to do it at some point i did a pretty Um, good job but if this is a low podcast then you even being in here next week will be in jeopardy shit sorry all right, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this portion of For the Lead. If you're watching live or if you're listening, wherever you're listening right now, um, on Apple, um, Spotify, We got people Stitcher. from Sweden listening. If you're listening from Sweden, France, 
I don't know. We've got people from all these different countries listening. Sweden, uh, France. Is it, is Ireland. Ireland. Canada. Um, we've got like 48 states. Texas is our, our is like our second most popular state. So Texas loves for the lead. They do love for the lead. So this, this episode was for all of you out in Texas who enjoyed the race this weekend. Howdy, partners. Howdy, y'all. It's Texas. So anyways, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next weekend. Crash. Trouble.